G'day Legends and welcome back to the Press Room Podcast presented by Zwift. Now, as you can hear, my immune system has been breached everyone, man down, I've been struck down by a cold, just gradually got worse as the day got on, that wasn't amazing and uh, unfortunately it meant that I couldn't present the Zwift Young Riders jersey for the men's prologue, a uh, bit disappointed but hey, shit happens and I've uh, definitely been on the edge for the last sort of 20 days so it's been pretty busy I'm not surprised but hopefully I can sleep this off and we'll see how we go but what a stage it was today in the women's TDU stage three Trek Segafredo setting it up for Spratty Spratty launching on the corkscrew I mean what a climb if you've done it it's absolutely filthy it's even filthy to drive the Zwift van today was struggling to get up there um, and then Grace Brown on the descent. She was so fast on the descent and then caught Spratty in the final 2K and then dusted her in the sprint. It was a really class performance. And Grace Brown, she's just such a good uh, racer. She's so well-rounded as an athlete. It was really good to see her get the GC win. Um, and shout-out to Henrietta Christie, the Kiwi from Human Powered Health, for taking out the Zwift Young Riders uh, jersey at the TDU so really good competition I hope you guys enjoyed the racing and enjoyed my coverage of the race and uh, yeah let's hope next year it comes back again even bigger and hopefully with another stage I'd like to see four stages at least for next year's event so hopefully we get to see that but on to the men's now we had the prologue and if you guys were watching that it was pretty comical wasn't it I mean the rain so many riders got stitched up uh, Sheffield's time was really good but Betty O. He made the call to go first the night before. So he made a really good call there. And he did that so he could try and set up his teammates and tell them how to take the corners. But um, in the end, he was pretty fit and he got the job done. So today's guest, we're into the men now. And we're talking to a rider, Corbin Strong from Israel Premier Tech. Now, Corbin, the Kiwi, he is a rider I've been watching since the first series of the UCI Track Champions League where he won... Uh, the first round, I believe, and uh, he held the leader's jersey for a couple of rounds as well. He's a very interesting rider, very unique power profile. He can sprint. He's got a really good one- and two-minute power effort, uh, especially on a climb, uh, and he can climb really well. Uh, if you remember early last year, he was sort of up there in that stage where Cocard and Mads Pedersen were going toe-to-toe on this steep one-minute 10% climb. And then he had a really good finish to the end of last year, uh, winning the stage of the Tour of Britain. So the man is really unique and a very similar power profile, I would say, to Georgia Baker. Uh, in, in you know They're kind of same on the track in terms of their ride. And um, yeah, really a, a, an all-round rider. So I think he's going to be sniffing around for most of the stages for the 2DU and also for the overall. So look out for him. And uh, our chat, we chatted last night and uh, just discussed his approach to the TDU, how he's feeling, how he thinks the race will play out. Uh, we also discussed how he uses the track to improve his performance on the road. I think you guys will really enjoy that discussion and then get into the Grand Tour uh, aspirations for this year. He's really keen on riding the Tour de France and we chat about that. And uh, yeah, so guys, this will probably be the last podcast for me for the TDU. I'm not sure if I'll be be able to get around the stage tomorrow with the way I'm feeling. I don't want to make anyone else ill, so I might just have to stay in the hotel room here at the Ridges Hotel and just watch from a distance. Um, and I'm also going back to Perth. 
the Republic of WA on Thursday night. I've got a wedding to get to on Friday that I can't miss. Two of my great friends, uh, Sarah and Rob, getting married. Can't miss their wedding for anything. So uh, really keen to get back and see them. And uh, I might try and pull an episode together while I'm back in Perth, uh, maybe on the Saturday and Sunday, but I'll see what I can get with the riders who are on the wave with their race. But I hope you guys have enjoyed this coverage. Uh, and enjoy the daily episodes. Um, it's been really fun putting them together, and I hope you guys enjoy them. A big shout out to Zwift, of course, have looked after me for this uh, TDU campaign. I got to go on the Zwift van all day today with the director of Women's Strategy, Kate. It was really fun uh, hanging out with her. And I tell you what, Kate Verro, she can absolutely still pedal a bike. She put me to the sword a couple of days ago on the Gorge Road, I tell you what. But uh, yeah, shout out to Zwift and also shout out to Cyclic. Check out their dash cam for cyclists um, on their website, the front and the rear. Get into it, guys. They're absolutely awesome. Check out their Instagram. Check out the website. It's a really good product. Okay, legends, it's time. Let's get into Corbett Strong. Hope you enjoy this one. I'll see you soon. What have you been up to today? Oh, just a easy day actually. After um, yeah, the crit last night. I was a bit tired after that, so yeah, pretty cruisy today, really. Yeah. Uh, did you ride at all? Yeah, yeah, just an easy one um, up around like Mount Lofty. Yeah. Unfortunately, we couldn't have a look at Corkscrew today, as there's been some fires around there. But hopefully, oh, yeah. we can um, yeah have a look there tomorrow. Right. So like they've blocked it off. Yeah, yeah. The roads have been closed around there, so it sounds like it's under control though. So should be all right. By the time we got, yeah, yeah. Bushfires in January, dude. That's uh, <laughs> that's Australia, eh? Yeah. Um, the crit last night looked pretty. Uh, fucking hell, it looked pretty warm. Must have been a pretty uh, good way to open up the legs. Uh, thankfully, it cooled down a bit. It was it was like over forty degrees in the day, but yeah. uh, by the time we raced, it was actually only like mid twenties. So yeah, that no, was it was nice that it wasn't uh yeah in the middle of the day at least. So. Yeah, and then for the rest of the week, actually, it looks like um doesn't look too bad. It's, yeah, around mid-20s. So, yeah, unfortunately, we're not going to be racing in 40-degree heat this week. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's really good. Uh, how did you find the crit? Like, how was the racing? It looked um, just for the sidelines. I mean, most of the time, the pillow looked like it was just in one line. Yeah, no, it was, it was good, actually. Uh, it was a nice course. It was safe corners and everything. So, it was really cool to... Yeah, get get I guess a race under the under the belt before the tour kicks off. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I think everyone was uh yeah everyone was pretty happy there. It was like yeah just a short one hour crit to to get used to racing again, other than straight into yeah like hundred and fifty k stage or something in the forty degree heat. Yeah, is that yours? Is that mine? Yeah, that's me. Whoops. Oh, mate, look at him. It's going off. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh... Mate, the Kiwis are popping off right now. It was a good start from uh, from Ali yesterday in the career, which was cool to see, and yeah. also Michaela too. Um, and then, I mean, today Ali's in the the, the Zwift young young riders jersey. That's pretty cool. So that must uh, does that make you feel pretty good just going into the men's racing a few days time? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it was cool to see those girls do so well. And then also just in the dining hall there here this week, there's so many Kiwis around. I think is 11 in the men's race and 11 in the women's race. So oh, I don't shit. think we'd ever have had uh, numbers like that before. So yeah, yeah Kiwi cycling is definitely on the up and yeah, it's pretty cool to be a part of it. And 
yeah, hopefully we can we can start winning like the girls have been winning in the in the women's race this week. Mm. Did you uh well you started last well you started 2022 pretty um pretty pretty good Nick and then you also finished off really well um you know the back end of 2022 you obviously won that stage of Tour of Britain and you just had some great results you strung a lot together um do you reckon going into this season you're you're going a little bit better than you were this time last year um I think the numbers my numbers at the start of last season were good as well but um I think just yeah I learned a lot last season it definitely took me a while to find my feet in the in the world tour so what did you learn uh, Corbin uh, I think just around uh Oh, there, there was a bunch of things, but having guys like Daryl Limpy and, and Chris Froome to learn off as well, um, yeah, it was, it was great with that, with racing. But um, also, I think I think I trained probably too much last oh, yeah. year leading into races, didn't didn't freshen up enough. And yeah, yeah there, there was a bunch of things that I think, um, yeah, I really learned in the first six months. And and then, yeah, also being a bit more relaxed, like, yeah, when don't have to be stressed moving up or, yeah, using energy uh 24 7 in races so i think um yeah as i got more comfortable in the racing i was able to yeah have have more lift at the end to when it really matters is it is it a case of like um because i've heard similar from so many riders especially in their first year in the world tour is it a case of like maybe placing an element of trust in the race that oh i don't need to be at the front right now or that move it's not that dangerous is it that sort of thing when you with regards to using energy all the time to move up yeah yeah and then all that comes with confidence like as soon as you're yeah a bit more confident in your your ability and a bit more confident in in the knowledge of the course or your teammates and your directors and stuff like that uh yeah it all, it all becomes a bit easier i think i definitely noticed uh yeah, when I was really confident in my form and I had a good run of health, like the race just slows down and uh, yeah, you see everything a bit more clearly and you, yeah, you're not always stressed about yeah moving up or being in position at this point. You can yeah just take a back seat a little bit and and yeah really uh, put the power down when when it's counting in stages. Mm. When you're like preparing for um, maybe just getting into your you know going through your preseason and starting to just sort of tune up a bit. Do you have anything that you use as like a marker to tell if you're going to, like you're in good shape? You know, some people might use a local climb they always do or it might be a bunch ride or, um, for, I don't know, it just might be if you, you, your one-minute power is really good. Do you have any marker like that that you know in yourself that, oh, okay, I'm going all right here? Um, no, there's it's definitely just in your head. You, you know when you're really going good. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't uh, – I haven't had a set abode for – probably four years really so there's not one climb I can just go out and and uh yeah see what see how I'm going but um yeah obviously yeah you're always looking at your power and how things are tracking but yeah obviously all power meters uh read different and we're on a new power meter this year which I think oh. different to my one last year so oh. I think um yeah I think last year's one might have been a little bit out so this year it's uh better to yeah at the start I, I didn't quite realize that and I think I, uh, I think I'm going better than I thought I was anyway, because the power numbers are obviously a little bit, little different. So, yeah, obviously, um, as well, I was lucky. I had a bit of track racing over, over the summer back in New Zealand, so mm. that was also good to test my form and, and yeah, see how I was going. Yeah, yeah, I, I like watching you on the track, man. You, you, you do really well. I enjoyed watching you in the first year of the, um, the track champions league. Um, that looked like it was super fun. That, that championship. Yeah, it's a, it's a great uh, event for track cycling, actually. And 
yeah, I think track's really important for me um, in my road career as well. Um, that's another thing that changed in the last half of the season. I, I finished the Olympics uh, in 21 and and was like, right, now I'm a, now I'm a road cyclist. I, and I sort of went away from all the stuff I focused on on the track and, yeah, just wanted to be, yeah, I don't know, really fit on the road and focus on my 20-minute power. And I sort of went away from the stuff on the track that makes me a good cyclist. And then I went back to the track team and did the Commonwealth Games and yeah, managed to win there. And then from then on, I, yeah, obviously building up to the Commonwealth Games, I revisited all the all the shorter stuff that that um, I've always relied on. So I think yeah. that really revamped me for the second half of the year. And, and yeah, that's something I learned last year as well, is that the, the track stuff is what I've always relied on in my career. So, yeah, yeah. It, it'd be stupid of me to ignore all that side of, of my training. And, yeah, now that I've kept that in my training, I think I've got a better balance and, yeah. Oh, nice, mate. Yeah, for sure. It's, it definitely complements the road stuff. And, you know, that your, uh, like your finishing power is really, really good, but you got like a – well, you've got a, like a lot of length in like your kick as well. And then it seems like you've got really good anywhere from like anywhere from like 30 to, to two minutes seems to be quite, quite good in your sort of cycling, you know, pie chart. Yeah, exactly. I'm still, I'm still learning myself. Um, yeah. yeah. I haven't had too much road racing. Uh, last year was my first full year on the road. So yeah, yeah I'm definitely going to be learning again this year and, and yeah, really picking out what races suit me. But yeah, right now I still like really short climbs, like, like even five minute climbs, sometimes even 10 minutes if they're not too steep. Uh, yeah. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Short climbs as well. So yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully it carries on like, enjoying climbs because <laughs> that is the style <laughs> of racing I, I like, but um, yeah, when the form's not in top shape, uh, yeah, it's definitely easy to, to not enjoy climbs. <laughs> what was that? What was that stage? I'm sure it was at the start of the year and it finished Oh, maybe it was the one that Mads and um, Crocard went toe to toe, and it was a steep finish. You were, fi- I don't know, you finished like maybe ninth or tenth, but it was a pretty good finish from you. I'm just trying to remember what it was. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I remember the stage. I think it was my first race of the season, actually. And yeah, I was, I was around tenth, I think, some just inside the top ten, I think. In uh, oh, in France. Yeah, That's and right. uh, yeah, it was a short one hill. Uh, one uh, one minute uphill finish, and um, <laughs> I, I remember actually thinking at that time that uh, I I needed to keep on top of my top of my track efforts because I remember looking at the power and I was I could see the guys um, Brian Kikard I think one did he yeah, uh, yeah. I could see him uh, not that far in front of me putting up his hands and I looking at the data later I was like two three hundred watts lower than my one minute power for a one minute finish. So I was like, man, I'm a long way off what I can do for a minute. I know it's at the end of a stage, but I was I just yeah. remember thinking like, man, I need to revisit this this Ooh. track stuff because, yeah, if I if I could get to an end of a stage like that and, and, uh, and yeah, do, do a good effort, then then I can, yeah, be up and competitive at this level. Is it is it uh, is it just time on the track and obviously the efforts associated with it, or is it also like including are you working in the gym as well? Because that's obviously a big component of the track cycling. Um, I think it's actually more just the the, the track styled efforts, like the, yeah. the shorter, you know, one minute. Yeah, big, yeah, yeah. Like a bit big of years, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think that really helps helps me. Um, yeah, I don't know exactly what it is. I guess the the track racing as well. It's a really good VO two effort, so. Yeah. I think it just yeah rounds out um, my profile a bit better. Keeping in touch with the track stuff, yeah. 
Yeah, well, it worked for um, that was one of the things that Mark Cavendish revisited when yeah. 2016 he had a shit year 2015, and then he went back to the track to to train for the Olympics, and he got that. Um, I think he got the second in the Omnium. I think that kills him. Yeah. And but he 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 was doing the he was trying to balance the Olympics and then straight to the tour and then he went to the tour and cleaned up took four stages against Kittle but he always said that going back to the track was that always helped him get that that final bit of leg speed in and I don't know it just it just must be how the body produces the power on the on the cranks and it always helps sprinters. Yeah, yeah, I I really enjoy it and as long as I'm uh, racing, I want to keep doing the tour as well because yeah. It's, a lot of fun on the track as well and yeah, yeah obviously uh if i get the chance to race for a world title i want to be there doing it so fuck yeah yeah sick so um is this your first tdu this will be yeah it is one. yeah yeah first tour down what do you um what do you think so far i know the race hasn't started but just being in adelaide um uh, being in the hilton you know what's it what's it been like yeah it's a really nice race like we got looked after well being in the hilton and then same hotel as well as yeah. It was quite nice getting here. I'm packing my bag and thinking, oh, I don't have to pack up my bag for a couple of weeks, which is, yeah, you don't get that sometimes over in Europe. You're a different hotel every night. So, yeah, and obviously Adelaide's a really nice city. I First time in Adelaide. So, yeah, I'm enjoying the riding. It's, uh, yeah, good scenery, good weather. So looking forward to the racing as well. Some of the stages look quite nice. So, yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to it all. Do you, Have you looked at the stages in depth much? Or you want to do that? Yeah, 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 and I've oh, uh, got to recon a couple of them as well. So, yeah. what do you think of that corkscrew, mate? Do you think you can get over that? Oh, that's the one I actually haven't had, I haven't got to have a look at because of because of the fires on the hill. But oh shit, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. That's I think that's going to be the hardest one of the week. That's for sure. Um, yeah, the lofty one looks harder on paper, but yeah, that's actually quite tame. I think some of some of the course. So yeah, corkscrew is going to be the big challenge for sure, and it looks like yeah. an interesting stage and. Thankfully, I'm rooming with Daryl Limpy, so he's won that stage before. So he's just he's probably just about as uh, clued up as anyone in this race on on Tour Down Under. So yeah, I'll be learning off him, and yeah, he's taken me under his wing a bit. So it's cool. Oh, that's good. Is he making a video? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think he's already put out one. Yeah, <laughs> he gets it. He'll be uh, he'll probably be on five videos by the end of the week. He gets, yeah, gets out <laughs> stick of that GoPro in the face, love it. Yeah. Well, are you going to feature in one of them? Surely you're in the. Oh, I'd, I'd have to. I mean, obviously, um, I mean, I must have done something wrong if he keeps the camera off me for <laughs> for the whole two <laughs> weeks that we're in Australia. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The old corkscrew. Yeah, that lofty stage looks like like even though you go up a couple of times, it seems to me like in the bunch it'll be a big ring, big draft climb, eh? Yeah, it's a, it's a real difficult one to to read actually because yeah they haven't raced that course before but yeah it's yeah. only 110 115 k's and you're doing almost 3,000 meters climbing so it's okay. a it's, yeah it's a lot of climbing but yeah the the lofty the finishing climb it's 8k at three percent and there's a there is a there is a steep pinch in there but yeah it's it's hard to tell but. I'm hoping it's a Michael Matthews Ethan Hader sort of climb and and I can stick there as well. Yeah, definitely. Hope for maybe a bit of a headwind or something. That would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. always helps. The crowds will be wild on there, man, with having the circuit. Like, it'll be chock-a-block. Yeah, oh. yeah, the fans have already been uh, awesome here in Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they seem to really love their cycling here. So, yeah, it's cool to be racing in a city like this. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, 
what's been a highlight so far since you've been in Adelaide? It doesn't necessarily have to be on the bike, but just something you, you had a good time, you went somewhere nice for breakfast, I don't know. Anything. Oh, just I think riding with the teammates, you know, Daryl and Froomey and Seb, Taj, all the all the boys. It's been yeah, good to see them all again, and, and yeah, just enjoying the weather and the roads out in Adelaide. It's been yeah, it's been nice. Everyone yeah. enjoyed this race by the looks of it. Yeah, certainly better weather than the first New Zealand Cycle Classic, eh? Yeah, yeah, it was a bit disappointing the the summer up in the North Island. Thankfully, I spent most of my time in the South Island and, and got to see the sun, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's been it hasn't stopped raining there since uh since about November. So oh. hopefully they see some sun soon. Yeah, I saw the photos of the stage and on Twitter and stuff, and I was just like, boys, January pissing in, in rain. <laughs> I felt for the crew away. Yeah, yeah. Well, just yeah, race in January in the middle of summer in New Zealand and they're having to shorten stages because there's flooding and sticks on the road and <laughs> everything like that. You wouldn't have picked it, but yeah, yeah. unfortunately that's what's happened. Do you like um, it's? I'm really enjoying. Um, I mean, believe it or not, as Aussie as I sound, I actually am from New Zealand, but I moved here yep. when I was 11. So I was from uh, New Plymouth, um, oh, yeah. which Ali told me today that she was born in New Plymouth as well. So okay. I'm claiming everything that she takes for the next couple of days as the New Plymouth uh, fan club. But um, I thought I was going to say, oh, yeah, you must think it must be really exciting for you to see. Um, I guess maybe the growth and the success of the the Black Spoke team. It seems like it's really gained a bit of momentum. They've got Gady in there now. Um, it looks like, yeah, it's really got a you know nice bit of growth happening for it. Yeah, it's a it's a great team, and Scott and and the backers of the team are doing a great job there. It's uh mm. yeah, it's a really good outfit. Lots of really good riders, and yeah, it's massive for New Zealand cycling as well. Just giving uh even the young guys coming through something to. Yeah, some a team to aspire to be into, and and then yeah, also a stepping stone as well for for some riders. But um, yeah, like the likes of Campbell Stewart, he's on Bike Exchange this week. He came from Black Spoke, but now that they're pro Conti themselves, they're going to get some yeah really big invites, and yeah, it's really cool for New Zealand cycling. And yeah, I'm going to enjoy following it still. Yeah, they just need to get you know Aaron to the line and far yeah. out. He can fuck. He's a good rider to have on that team, eh? Yeah, exactly. I think he'd be, um, yeah, it'd be an asset to every team and probably a leader at, at most teams in the World Tour. So to have him yeah. on a, a, a Kiwi team and and have, uh, yeah, give all the rest of the boys somebody to ride with, with uh, yeah, the, the skill set that Gady has, it's it's really cool for that team. Yeah, yeah 100%. Um, last question, uh, Corbin, before you go to dinner. Um, would you like to ride a Grand Tour this year? Do you, are you interested in that? Yeah, I'd, I'd love to, yeah. Um, hopefully... Yeah, the dream is always to ride the Tour de France. I think, yeah, it's yeah. the biggest race in the sport and it's, yeah. it's yeah, it's what I grew up watching and everything. So that would be the dream to be on the start line there. And I think it's possible this year if, if everything goes well in the first six months. So, yeah, yeah my eyes are, eyes are set on that. And, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, yeah, the dream comes true there, I guess. Fingers crossed, mate. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks a lot for joining me, man. And, um, yeah, good luck for the prologue. Awesome. Thanks for having me. All right, thanks, Corbin.
Alright Legends, that's another episode of the Press Room Podcast done and dusted. Huge thanks to Corbin Strong for coming on the potty and uh, look out for him for the next five stages of the TDU. He's going to be up and about and might even jag one as well. Thanks to you guys for listening as well. I'm really grateful to everyone who downloaded an episode uh, and I'm really happy that everyone's enjoying them because it's really fun to make them and I love being in and around the racing. And a huge shout out to the sponsors of the pod, Zwift, of course, the presenting sponsor, Cyclic, our summer sponsor, and, of course, Attacker and Smith Optics. Legends, I'll see you again real soon. I've got some big episodes in the cards, and this year is going to be the biggest yet. So thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.